like Scott Pilgrim back in theaters later this year. We're back with another episode. This is the Pod Boys Advance podcast. It's a weekly gaming podcast where we discuss the latest in gaming, pop culture in general, if we feel like mixing it up in there, like I just threw in the Scott Pilgrim there. Uh, my name is Oscar. I'm joined by my best friend and co-host, Eric. Hello. Um, what's up, man? How you doing this week? Uh, just chilling, man. Chilling, same as always. What you been up to, man? What you been up to this week? Any, any, anything interesting happened this week? Uh, let's see. Um, so I was a little upset about being berated by you about not playing The Witcher. So I finally downloaded The Witcher 3, The Wild did Hunt. You really? <laughs> did you really? Yeah, I did. And I started, I started playing it uh, last night. I didn't do I didn't play it too much um probably like the first just like few cutscenes cuz the cutscenes are so long Jesus Christ Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah in the it, it, eventually like it, it it eases up but yeah it's story heavy in the beginning Yeah so um yeah I just picked it up I'm already annoyed with the horse I fi- I I heard that that's a meme Oh, Roach, I don't. I didn't even. I didn't even ride him if I could avoid it. To be honest with you, like, <laughs> Is that bad, huh? yeah. Well, that's. It's kind of my bag in open world games in general. I feel like you miss a lot more if uh, you if you use the horse and like do the follow the road guide you places type of thing, like where you like hold down a button and you follow the road. Yeah, yeah, like, that makes sense. Yeah, if you walk everywhere, you get a lot more, like, the little, like, if you look at the map, there's a bunch of little question marks everywhere and stuff like that. Uh-huh. About, like, little random encounters and, and weird stuff like that. Mm-hmm. In world games, I like to, like, get lost in, basically. So, I, 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 I honestly just hoof it everywhere, dude. I just, oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I, I also might have, um, I took some advice from some of the guys we play with. It wasn't really advice, but they were like, oh, play it on the hardest difficulty. Hard. And I was like, no. But, so, I... I took it one step. I'm like on the like hard difficulty I, called like blood and bones or something like that. I yeah, don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Just because, you know, I'm, why not? <laughs> good old normal, like a baby back bitch. And I'll admit, <laughs> I, yeah, I played it through on normal. And you know what? Um, I actually started up like the, the DLC, the first DLC. And I was chugging along on it and I got to, like the first like, big boss fight of it and i'm getting absolutely wrecked in the DLC. <laughs> is so, it blood and blood and wine or, or is it yeah, the other blood one and wine, is that the first one because there's two right yeah there's two okay uh, and the one, I, the one i'm doing is the blood and wine one yeah but i'm getting wrecked by the first uh dlc boss but um yeah i mean it, it's a really good game um once it opens up like you're gonna have a lot more to do and everything like that so Right, all right, yeah. It looks it looks like it's gonna be fun, so we'll we'll see how that goes. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. And uh, other than that, you've been on the Destiny grind, or what else you've been you've been up to? Um, a little bit. I I haven't. So Destiny. So I I don't know if I mentioned you mentioned to you, but do you remember the Fellwinter's Lie, the sniper shotgun from D one? Yes, from the Iron Banner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so they they um, reintroduced it in D two, and they had like this whole quest line surrounding it, like mm-hmm. regarding Fellwinter and the Warmind and all that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but when they released the uh, 
the quest, it was like everyone in the community had to do like 9 million public events. And yeah. I mean, uh, there's, there's, I mean, I assume there's still millions of players, so it shouldn't be that crazy, but still that's wild. Uh, it was so wild. In fact, that Bungie actually had to nerf the quest because it was taking way too long to complete the quest in like the first like three, oh, wow. it was like three or four days of the quest, uh, almost a full week. And the percentage bar like only moved up like one or 2%. Oh my God. Yeah, it was bad. So bad that they had to like change the quest and give like a multiplier on the weekend. And then that same weekend, of course, with the multiplier, that you know, the community fucking killed it. Chugged through it, yeah. Yeah, so that was not the end of it, actually. After that, um, after the quest was, like, done, the next quest step was to, like, get 100 shotgun kills, and that was not that bad. That was, like, a, it, was, uh, it didn't have to be, like, PvP or anything. Mm -hmm. Um and that was not too bad. But then the next quest after that was actually bugged. Jesus. <laughs> so basically everyone had to wait until like they did pretty much almost another like half a week for them to fix the bug. And finally everyone got their hands on Fell Winter's Live, <laughs> nice. In including myself. Was it worth the wait and worth the hype or was it? I mean, it's not, I feel like I played with it a little bit. I did some like elimination games, but it wasn't as broken as it used to be. It's still really good, but I don't think, I don't think it pairs like it. it, it doesn't, it doesn't match what it was in D1. In D1, it was just, just stupid. I feel you, man. There's, yeah, some, but... there's some weapons that just never come back. Like, uh, I don't think they ever, like, I don't know why. I mean, I haven't played it forever, but, like, once they got rid of, like, the the first um, the first raid scout rifle, mm -hmm. oh, my God, no, nothing ever replaced that one. It was, like, a full auto scout rifle that was super, like, accurate. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And then they never had anything like it again. It, it, and I hate that, man. I hate when 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 they bring things back and it doesn't live up to it. Yeah, dude, it's it's not the same. It's still fun. It's still really strong. It's still like a really good weapon. Mm -hmm. So, and then they changed up the perks in it, so you can actually switch different to different perks in it. It's it's a good gun. It's cool. It's cool. It was yeah. worth the wait, in my opinion. Uh, it was kind of a scandal though, in the Destiny community. <laughs> I mean, it's always something as it, yeah. you know, and it seems like nothing's changed um as far as me i've been uh rotating between three games as i usually do um i usually i, I do animal crossing daily so i'm still keeping up on animal crossing i play that with my girlfriend a lot um right now she's coming to my island a lot and like doing a bunch of stuff with flowers because you can like crossbreed fl different flowers to get different colors and get like rare colored flowers and stuff like that so uh, we're doing all that um i just got like the last upgrade on the house you can get in animal crossing so once i finish paying that off i don't know what else happens after that so we'll see what, what happens then um i'm still playing assassin's creed odyssey i'm pretty far i think i should be close to the end now um and same thing as like the witcher like i i'm just because i like the setting like i said last time i like the greek mythology and everything like that i've just kind of been 
take I, I think like the like the standard time to be online it says it's like maybe like 35 to 40 hours i'm already at like 48 hours and i i don't like i'm pretty close to the end but i don't think i'm like about to beat it so i've just been like walking around taking my time doing all the little tombs and side quests and stuff like that and i mean it's fun once you get once you like unlock like basically you can fill out the whole skill tree and everything like that and once you're like mm -hmm get pretty op and it starts getting pretty fun you know when you start running through people cool 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 and then i've also been playing uh nino kuni on the switch nino kuni yeah it's actually I, I need to write that down what is that it's an rpg actually back from the ps3 it's um it's uh the art style is it's all the art is by like studio ghibli you know studio ghibli like um they do yeah all, yeah yeah okay so basically it's a video game with entirely in their art, art style like with, princess uh, mononoke yeah, and, right yeah, yeah. With, with, a, with an original story i hope i said that and everything like right that. so it's it's super cool it's it's honestly kind of pokemon-ish dude so um you're a little guy um uh, your your main guy um you, while you can attack and do magic yourself mm -hmm. the main point of the battle system is you throw out familiars and they're like little like little guys like little monsters that you capture and, and tame and stuff like that and they level up and everything and evolve just like pokemon do but it's kind of more um, like action oriented than Pokemon. Instead of being like turn based, you can like move around and like uh, and like just do regular like action based attacks and stuff like that. So somewhat um, similar to kind of like Kingdom Hearts, maybe ish. Not entirely. Maybe like one of the, like like a weird like something they would do in a weird spin off type of thing. Maybe. Oh okay. Yeah, but like so basically. Um, you send out your little like uh, your little familiar, and you can do regular attacks or like special attacks that use up like ability points. And uh, they have a specific little they have a little timer each, and uh, mm -hmm. if it runs out, they get too tired and they have to come back and switch it out for another one. But you can also switch back to the main guy, and you can and that's how you when you have your regular RPG menu where it has like attacks, spells, items, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So you switch between like the, your main tamer. So it's like if 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 you had uh, mobility and control as a Pokemon trainer in a Pokemon game, you could walk around the field and everything like that and do stuff. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's, I might it's, check it's, that out. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, dude. Um, I might let you borrow it after I run through it. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty far into it now, so. But yeah, oh, you should sure. definitely check it out or at least look into it. Yeah, yeah, I definitely will. That's that sounds right up my alley. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, as far as what I've been playing, that's pretty much it for this week. Um. So let's start to get into in, into the, the nitty gritty a little bit here, man. Let's start off with uh, with the rumor roundup. You know, there's always rumors and rumblings coming from every which way on the internet. Never know who to trust or who's actually got the good sources. Um, so going back to last week a little bit, um, we kind of glossed over it because we had a super extra long episode, but um, uh. At the end of that Paper Mario trailer we talked about, um, you can see um, the, the little Paper Mario character wearing uh, Samus's helmet, walking around going pew, 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 pew. Right, right. Like pretending to shoot a little gun. There's like a, and the, one of the characters says like, oh, is he fighting off? Is he fighting something? Or some, there's some strange little phrase. So that obviously set uh, rumors of tumbling uh, about a Metroid game coming this year because there had been rumors earlier um, that uh, there was going to be a 2D Metroid at some, at some point this year that had already gone around and, and uh, hadn't really gone anywhere but 
I mean, with when you put something like that in front of the people, it gets everyone talking again, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Metroid is already such a scandal because, um, uh, do you know about the whole Metroid Prime 4 thing? Uh, about it getting Yeah, there was, there was more stuff. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, so Metroid Fr- Prime 4 um, was in development for a while, then they came out and announced that it was going to get scrapped and completely restarted with a whole different studio. So, mm. um, and so it's been silent since then. Basically, they, you, you've just been hearing that like they've been hiring like art directors and all this kind of stuff, but we haven't had any news about it. And then at the same time, as as because we were supposed to get that game, that game was supposed to drop last year in 2020, if all went according to plan. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you mean 2019, before, right? Yes, 2019. <laughs> Jumping you. into the future here, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're the face, so I mean, I got to get into the future, you know what I mean? Right, right. Um, yeah, so um, at the same time, people, uh, um, Nintendo apparently has been sitting on a completed Metroid Prime trilogy of the first three games. They mm-hmm. dropped it on the Wii. That's the last time they dropped it. It's a full mm-hmm. collection of the of the first three Metroid Prime games, and apparently, according to a bunch of people in the industry, insiders and stuff like that, it's been completed and they've been sitting on it forever, and it's just never come. They just keep putting it off and putting it off. So people think it's probably because they want to drop it closer to when Prime Four is actually going to drop. Oh, kind of so, like a whole like a uh, whole like a uh, Metroid theme yeah, kind of like release drop those so they're fresh in people's minds and ready to go for four type of thing you know what i mean right okay um so there's always rumblings about the uh, the trilogy dropping at any point but i'm leaning more towards that um that 2d rumor because it's been a long time since they released the 2d metro i mean it's been a long time since they made a 3d one too but um they did release uh on the 3ds they released a remake of uh Samus of uh, the Game Boy game, uh, Metroid 2, Return of Samus. Right. There was a Game Boy Advance one, too, right? <laughs> yeah, that was like when we were children, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's honestly my favorite Metroid game. It's like Metroid mixed with survival horror. It's crazy. But I can go off on a whole other tangent about that. But um, Oh, and uh, the, uh, don't forget the uh, there was a DS one, too. That one was fun. Oh, Metroid Prime Hunters. Yeah, the multiplayer one. Yeah, Hunters, yeah. Was, Hunters was great. Yeah, we used to play that in the band room in high school, remember? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was cool. It was fun. Um, but yeah, but I'm leaning more towards uh, the 2D thing because it's, it's been a while since they released Return of Samus and uh, that one was really well received and it was really well made. So hopefully they give that studio because I think it, was, it wasn't a first party Nintendo studio that made it. It was kind of like a, they hired a t- I think they're called Mercury Steam. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that developed it. So hopefully, uh, since it was so well received, they give them a shot, and uh, hopefully, we see that game soon. But I think, uh, I mean, why else would they put that in there, like other than a funny Easter egg? Like, I think, I think it's definitely a tease. What do you think? Um, yeah, I heard. I was reading up about it too. Some people said that it might also be a nod, kind of like hinting at Paper Mario, because of the whole like uh the quote that came up mm-hmm. when he's i think he's like talking to a toad or a bob bomb or something yeah, yeah, yeah in, like in the video yeah. yeah with the little quote that come out uh came up some people are speculating that it might be uh a nod to paper mario being in smash oh 
Oh, I didn't even think about that. And I'd be super down for that. Yeah, that would be really cool to have Paper Mario and like in Smash. Like he ha he probably has a whole bunch of cool animations that could be put into the game. Yeah, you know? look like look into the first two games like I told you last time. Look at the battle system. So uh -huh. how that one was, it was like it was time based. So basically uh in that game Mario had a hammer he attacks with. Mm-hmm. And when and uh Basically, you would pull your analog stick back to wind up, and you released it at just the right time, and it would do maximum damage if you released it right at the right time. Mm. So that's definitely something that would work super well with the, Sakurai. Could go nuts with that in, in Smash and make a really cool move set around stuff like that. So I think it'd be super interesting. That's that's like that's a cool point you brought up. I didn't even heard. I didn't even think about that to be honest. Yeah, I. Uh... I wish I could credit them, um, but I saw a a YouTube video and he was talking about the um, about the you know Easter egg that we're talking about. So yeah, he mentioned that, and I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. So I I would be really hyped for having Paper Mario and Smash along with the other thousand characters that are <laughs> in Smash Ultimate. <laughs> Dude, that'd be that'd be crazy, especially because I mean, while we did get Piranha Plant recently, for like being like Super Smash, I feel like like Fire Emblem, I feel has way more representation than Mario. Mm. So I mean, like, no, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad at, at at some more Mario representation, you know? Yeah, I feel yeah. Even though there are basically two Mario's with Mario and Doctor Mario, but whatever. Paper Mario is so vastly different that it wouldn't really matter. Right. Um, so that, that's, that's pretty cool. I, I mean, I look forward to, I mean, either one would be cool. Either the, the I would prefer the Metroid thing. Cause I, you know, I, I'm a big Metroid fan and it's been a long time since, since we've gotten one. So I, I'm super ready for one. Yeah. Either one, either one would be dope. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, there's rumors. I mean, there's always rumors, uh, it's more like a console war thing and like stuff like that that um because i mean there's this super crazy console war raging right now between pc people and ps4 people about um oh God. like i told you last time about um some exclusives coming over why can't we all just get along right so now some <laughs> website that i that apparently people are saying is not necessarily that credible i'm not i'm not really sure they posted an article saying that bloodborne could be coming to pc they got everyone in a ravel, and you know what? For once, I'd be here for it because that is a, a PS4 exclusive, and I, I don't have one, so I'm sure my my computer here could handle it. So I'd give it a try. I mean, that's how I'm. I'm, I'm definitely gonna give Horizon a try when it drops this, like in, in in July or whatever. Have you ever played any of the Dark Souls? Um, yeah, I've 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 played Dark Souls Remastered on the Switch. Actually, I got I got it when it dropped. Okay, the first one? Yeah. Okay. Because Bloodborne All right. is really difficult. <laughs> They're all really I I know about Souls games, Eric. <laughs> okay, good cuz yeah. oh man, I didn't know if you that's why I asked if you've played Dark Souls before. So you yeah, uh, you know, I, I you know. I haven't beaten the first one. I but I've gotten a good chunk of the way like for you know me. And it, it, how you, you tried to come at me last week saying that I need to start every game on baby mode. But like I said, I've been playing a lot of games over the past couple of years. So I've like 
I've 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 gotten my skills up, man. I've I've gone through a good chunk of Dark Souls, and honestly, I think from what I hear, because I've looked into Bloodborne a lot, because um the story is like super interesting to me, because I'm super into like Lovecraftian horror as of late. Right. Um. So I've looked into it a lot, and what I've heard is that while it is still a Souls game, it's a lot more. It encourages you to be a lot more aggressive and in your face a lot more mm-hmm. than, than the other one does. And yeah, I. I have a I have a hard time with like the timing and the patience of the other one, so I feel like a more a, a slightly faster paced one I'd be a little I I'd be better off with. Oh no, you you still have to dodge at the right time. Well, it's I mean, that, yeah, that's, it's, that's, a, that's a given. But I mean, like I said, like I like I, I played through like I, I've been playing through like very dodge heavy games. Like I've I played okay. a bunch of action games. Like I've I've played a, I've beaten a bunch of the Devil May Cry's recently. I beat both Bayonetta's. Like the whole the whole slash slash dodge thing I, I got it down now so cool cool yeah but bloodborne on the pc that'd be cool the one that i really wanted to try and but I, I, that one i know it's probably gonna be way too difficult for me a sekiro oh i haven't picked that one up yeah, uh, dude honestly looks, I, I i saw so many live streams of that people like rage quitting and everything it's so great watching it but oh my god i don't know if i could i could do that one man I can't even get past like the first like hour of playing Bloodborne. It's <laughs> it's that hard, man. Yeah, it's that brutal. It's just the thing is like about Bloodborne is while in Devil May Cry, yeah, there's a lot of dodging involved, a lot of uh it is like a dodge and slash. That's what I thought too going into Dark Souls games, you know. Mhm. And uh, Bloodborne plays pretty much exactly like like that. I feel like yeah. you might you're you are it is a little bit more fast paced and aggressive, but it's still the whole you know dodging the right way. And sometimes there's things that you can't dodge. You know, frames and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. So it's very difficult, man. I I I would encourage you for sure to try it. I I cry. I cry every time I load that thing you know up. What, <laughs> like, like I said, I've been trying to toughen up a lot as a gamer, and like those games are like such a rite of passage in the community. I feel like I, I like, even if I have to bash my head against them for a while, like I, I want to try and at least get like through part of them, you know? Yeah, I give no fucks. I just cry. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I get with stuff too. So I mean, I feel you. Like, yeah, I got super frustrated for a while with uh with Jedi Fallen Order. Oh really? Oh, that's another one. I I might pick that up this week actually. Ooh, you haven't tried that one, dude. Ah, oh, no, that's another one on my list. I copped that when it was on sale, dude. It's actually super freaking good, man. It's actually so good. That one's actually kind of brutally hard too, though. It's similar to it's that same type of style. So be 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 prepared. Oh okay. Yeah. So um. But yeah, that's the that's the bloodborne thing. Um. Like I said, I, I'd be for it because I, I, I'd be willing to give it a try. And I guess, you know, the whole argument is everyone wants it on PC so they can do it at 60 frames because I guess it's it runs at 30 on the PS4 for, for whatever reason. But Everything on PS4 runs at 30 frames per second, I think. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Then I want to sneak something in here, too. Um, I kind of hinted at it at the beginning. Um. So there's this whole like subsect of the community, like this whole vocal minority, but also it's a pretty large group if you really take it into account that like has been crying because uh, 
there was a Scott Pilgrim uh, versus the World video game that released on uh, PS on PS3 and 360, or maybe just 360. I'm not sure, but it was like a, a hand drawn old school like beat 'em up type of game. Right. And um, it was only available digitally, and it ended up getting unlisted. So there's no way to play it at all anymore, and no way to get it unless you like still have it saved to a hard drive somewhere or something like that. Mm. So people have been like uh, bugging Ubisoft because U- it's made by Ubisoft. So they've been bugging U- Ubisoft for years about it, and Ubisoft's like, "It's not our fault. It's because this is whole licensing because it's tied into the movie and there's music and all this other kind of crap." But um, like I said earlier, apparently they, it came out that they um, they're actually uh, for the 10th anniversary of the movie, they're re-releasing it in theaters at some. I think this later this year. I think if, I gotta go yeah. watch that, man. I'm super down. Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies ever. Like, yeah, same here. Yeah, so um, they're re-releasing it in theaters, and um, someone tweeted at Ubisoft or something saying, "Bring back the game!" Like, cause, like, 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 calling Twitter to action, like always. And uh, the official Ubisoft account actually responded with the little hmm emoji. You know what I mean? Well, so yeah, they need to make that money. Busy and everything, <laughs> so. I'd be super stoked, man, because I never got to play that game. It's one of my favorite movies. The comics are super dope. If if you've never read them, I suggest mm-hmm. you track them down and give them a try. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes way more in depth than the movie, and you get to see like a whole different side of the characters and everything. I encourage you to check it out. But dude, mm-hmm. I'd be super down to play the game, especially because I, I I'm I'm into like old school beat 'em ups and stuff like that. It's been a while since I played one. Uh, Streets of Rage Four dropped recently, but I haven't checked it out so. I'm, I'm oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think I heard about that Scott, Scott Pilgrim game like years ago when it was out. But again, like I never played it. I didn't play it either. So that'd be cool. That'd be cool. And then just to close off the rumor section here, um, there's it's not really a rumor. There's kind of just uh, news and rumblings going around the web. Um, uh, that modders are actually working on to like uh, bring back like sort of like a, like private servers to revive the original Xbox Live back on the original Xbox, and um, the source code Whoa. I guess for the, for, for the original Xbox for the operating system and everything had, had it's been leaked for a while but in a limited capacity or something like that it wasn't available to everyone, and I think as of the last couple the past couple days it's like out there man the whole source code for the original Xbox is out there so people are going to town on it. And I wanted to bring it up here because I actually dig Xbox. Like, um, like the 360 was super dope to me. Um, if you look back at the library of games back then, like it was kind of like if you look at the Xbox, it was kind of like a continuation of a Dreamcast after the Dreamcast and Sega died. So mm-hmm. I'm super into like the old school Xbox. And surprisingly, I have a tie-in. You can't really see it because it's a webcam and it's far away, but there's a solid like block of green boxes here. It's about 22 original Xbox games. So I work at a self-storage facility and all kinds of stuff goes in and out of that place. People throw stuff away all the time and everything like that. Yeah. And, um, I actually did happened, you just, to, did you happened just, like... to come across a box of, 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 of complete inbox. This was months ago. This was like... Like you just find it like at work or did someone just leave it somewhere or what yeah so um actually it was a guy getting rid of his stuff and um 
he was he actually asked me he was just like hey this is a bunch of video games and electronics he's like uh, I, I was gonna ask if anybody in here wanted it before i just tossed it in your guys's dumpster and i was just like well let me let me check it out and like um, normally we're not supposed to like accept stuff from customers and stuff like that but if we get them to sign like a release form and everything like that um like saying like uh we that they're abandoning that property or whatever and it's basically free game and i can grab them storage wars basically yeah you know what? I, mean, <laughs> I live that life man like that's cool dude it that's cool it happen like it does in the show for us because that ends up getting into a whole mess when you do like live on-site stuff but this is we're getting off into a weird tangent here. The point is, <laughs> I got I got like twenty two original Xbox games complete in box, so that kind of kickstarted a little collection of Xbox original Xbox for me. So I'm gonna I think I'm gonna keep going. They're actually, um, it hasn't reached the point to where people are are like popping on it to buy them, like how all the like the GameCube and old NES and SNES stuff is shut up in price. It's right. pretty reasonable to buy uh, original Xbox stuff. So I think I'm definitely going to try and build the collection now that I got this little kickstart going. So Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd be down to hop on some Halo. Yeah, dude. Some, some Halo like, Reach. Some Halo and everything. Yeah, dude. Get down. I mean, Reach would be 360, but this is this would be Halo. This would be Halo. Oh, it's, oh I thought, okay. So the original, original oh, yeah, Xbox. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one we oh. used to play with, with, with my Leo bad. in middle school. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Yeah, straight yeah. up Halo. Yeah, hell yeah. The, was was Halo 2 on there too? I think Halo 2. Yeah, it was Halo yeah. 1 and 2. You know what? Yeah, it's sitting on my shelf, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Halo 2. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Mech Assault. It's a, it's a really cool like mech game that came out on there it has super good multiplayer if they bring that back dude I'd, pl- I'd, I'd love to play some mecha salt online dude whole bunch of stuff sick 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 so i'd be i'd be i'd be super down to see see that come back but they yeah, pretty much does it for the rumor roundup and everything like that so now it's time to start moving up on into the bigger stuff for the week so there's a, there's a couple things we can get started on here. What would you like to talk about first? Do you want to get in on some Last of Us? Do you want to get in on... Let's, talk about, let's keep talking about Nintendo. Let's keep talking about Nintendo? Yeah. All right, let's keep let's it rolling with Nintendo. So it's a good thing uh, we're, you know, it's a, yeah, it's a good thing we're rolling into it because uh, apart from what, what I had uh, laid out for you here today, actually a bunch of sales number dropped for the, for the, for North America, for actually just the United States. It's uh, every month uh, a group called the MPD group uh, releases uh, the sales numbers and stuff like that. And it's, well, it's not necessarily public as for a long time. There are some accounts on Twitter and everything that'll like uh, leak them and post them and everything like that. People that, that, that get the numbers. Yeah, as is the internet, yes. Yeah, so uh, numbers came out today. Um, Nintendo is absolutely smashing it like they have been for the past couple years. Obviously, the other two consoles are on a wind down, but um, in the past month, uh, Switch sold a whopping 808,000 more units. So just shy of adding another million to the total just in the U.S., just in the last month. So Switch is absolutely on a roll. Switch is absolutely on fire. But then you have people singing gloom and doom all over the internet. 
Nintendo's doomed. Nintendo's gonna die. We have no games. We don't know anything that's dropping after Xenoblade. Oh no, what are we gonna do? We don't have games. And then the boot, Nintendo comes out and makes a statement and says, we're not planning on doing a Nintendo Direct anytime soon. And we encourage all of our partners, our third-party developers, anyone who is partnering up with us to, to, for any reveals, just go ahead and make your announcements when you're ready. Don't wait for a Nintendo Direct. And they just drop that on the world, and it's chaos. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Well, I haven't, uh, to be honest, I haven't really looked into that mm-hmm. part of it. But, man, that just, like, just hearing that just opens the door for so much, like, I feel like with that kind of announcement of with that much like weight on it, that just means that there's going to be all kinds of games now that are just going to be dropping, no? Yeah, I mean, you would hope that, yeah, that companies would stop, uh, we, we would start announcing things left and right. That's the thing that people aren't taking into account. And also, I don't know what goes through people's heads on the internet. Uh, I don't know if it's just like a younger crowd that ends up being like a like like signal boosted, so you see it a lot. But like, just because they're not doing directs, like they just announced Paper Mario on Twitter last week. That's basically what they're gonna do moving forward. But people are taking it as a like Nintendo is is at a dead halt and a dead stop. Like. Like, do people not understand how business works? Like, a, a company's not going to stop producing products and services for a whole fiscal year when they just started their whole fiscal year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, stuff is coming. Obviously, they're shifting. Obviously, they're shifting what they're doing because of this whole pandemic situation and everything going on. And it's obviously harder to line up announcements with every with everybody when it, everything's so uncertain. So they're shifting to a different thing. I, I'm of the opinion that I don't care. Like, while I do like the directs, the directs are super cool. Like, you know, people do the live reactions and everything. It's a whole big thing in the community. It's a, it's a whole big day. The whole day is about the direct that day on Twitter and on YouTube and everything. And it's super fun. But as long as we're getting the information from somewhere, I don't really care if there's a big video lining it all up or not. I mean, I'm fine if, one week they announce a Paper Mario and then, you know what, two weeks later, here's Metroid on Twitter too, or here's a random trailer on YouTube for the next, you know, for that um, Mario Remastered collection. You know, I mean, well, it doesn't matter if it's not presented in a neat, concise package as long as we're right. getting the information is what it is. Well, shit, dude, remember when we were younger, like, nobody had information to anything. You had to wait till, like, either GameStop had like some kind of ad for it yeah. or you had to just see once some kind month, of commercial or something a month in in like gaming magazine yeah game informer yeah yeah, yeah you, you got the gaming magazines you got you know like random like super exclusive write-ups from ign back then like ign was like the only place for news back then and stuff like that it was it was crazy yeah man. i just think oh man people super were just exclusive and like literally people we like Nintendo does the directs now. Um, Xbox does the inside Xbox. Sony does the state of play. Like other companies have their their own events all year. There's there's you know there's PAX East. There's freaking um, Tokyo Game Show. There's Gamescom. There's Game Developers Conference. There's 
all these conventions and events and expos where every single big company shows up and makes announcements multiple times a year. Back then, all we had was E3, and that was it. Mm -hmm. We did once a year for one week of news, and yep. other than that, you had nothing. You had the back of your box that you kept rereading, or you had your your Nintendo Powers, you had your Game Informers, you had your EGM, like, but that was it, man. Like, so people need to, like, slow down. Like, yeah, everyone's people, so used to just for, like, getting this, information. This, uh, new age of people to, like, slow down. And just, I mean, instant. They're used to, like, instant gratification. But, uh -huh, like, yeah. you know, it's crazy out there right now, like, especially in the tech world and the tech industry. So, like, just be patient, man. Like, games are gonna, games are gonna drop, and it's gonna be, I actually kind of, I think I'm gonna prefer it, because it's gonna be, like, so back, so with the directs, they do the direct. Like I said, the whole day is about the direct on Twitter. The whole day is about the direct on YouTube. People are dropping videos, and then it gets lost in the shuffle. This way, people, whatever the announcement is, people will be able to focus on, talk about, digest. So that way, you know, people will be able to focus and get more exposure on individual things instead of just like, okay, um, but did you see that Zelda trailer at the end though? And like completely disregard the rest of direct. You know what I mean? So right yeah i agree so I, I i think i think it's better that this way so i think it's i think it's cool i mean either way you're gonna get the games or not who cares <laughs> in my opinion yeah, you know like whether there's an announcement or not something's gonna happen if the company's gonna like survive so exactly and like there's stuff in the pipeline just because they haven't said anything about it doesn't mean it's not coming they still got you know, Bayonetta 3 should be coming at any moment. That got announced three years ago. It should be coming out anytime soon. Mm -hmm. There's, like I said, that rumored 2D Metroid that's been rumored for a while. They've already announced and confirmed no more Heroes. 3 is coming this year, supposedly. So, um, you know, there's games coming. There's there's definitely games coming, and uh, people will need to just uh, chill out and wait for the announcements. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. And then just keeping on the Nintendo train, we can keep it rolling into um, Xenoblade Definitive Edition. We're a week away. I'm super upset already because I pre-ordered like the collector's edition and everything on Amazon. Uh -huh. And you know how everything's weird with Amazon right now because of everything. I'm not oh. getting it to June second. Uh, at least you're. At least you got a. Yeah. You got the collector's edition. You got all all that going on, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I gotta wait a couple extra days to play it. But um, for everyone normal out there who's not waiting on Amazon, you're a week away from one of the apparently the greatest RPGs ever, according to a lot of Nintendo fans. It was originally released on the Wii and re-released on the 3DS. I actually have never played this one. I actually played through the second one. 100% well I mean I did 100% the game but I played through it played through the DLC uh, absolutely loved it super emotional story and everything like that and everyone always says that the first one is blows the first bl blows uh, the second one out of the water so I'm ready I'm ready to dive into it I'm ready to sink a good hundred hours into this one too so let's see how it goes it also has um, just like um the DLC for um, for Xenoblade 2 was called Torn of the Golden Country, and it was kind of also a standalone game. They sold it separately in stores, and it was its whole, like, uh, 20 to 25-hour adventure. 
Uh-huh. Uh, people got way more out of it if they wanted to, you know, 100% it like always. But right. um, they're also adding uh, basically like a, a prologue to this one too. Uh, it's supposedly similar in length, apparently, from what just came out in an interview recently. Is it a prologue or an epilogue? Epilogue. I got those two mixed yeah. up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's an epilogue. And um, same thing they're saying about 25, 30 hours. So, you know, those completionists will get a good 50, 60 out of it. And, uh, you know, that has a whole new whole new piece that's supposed to connect it to other games and all kinds of crazy stuff. No one knows what's going to happen. Um, I've seen some gameplay, uh, some like pre-release gameplay of like the battle system and everything in it. it looks super fun. And um, yeah, man, um, the the producer of the game was recently interviewed and everything like that. And um, apart from that, they're about to release this game. Um, he also gave some insight on what the rest of the studio is working. So Monolith Soft, um, in case you don't know or in case anyone out there doesn't know, they're like a second party um, Nintendo studio. They're not necessarily first party, but they own them completely and everything like that. And they have multiple teams within Monolith Soft working on multiple projects all the time. There's a team that helps out with like um, Zelda, like they helped out with mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild with the environments and stuff like that. There's a team that does um, Xenoblade and stuff like that. And then that that same Xenoblade team itself is split up within, within different segments. And basically um, the producer broke it down that um, their main team, like their their A team, um, half of them uh, were working on uh, basically this remaster, uh-huh. but um, they're also going full force on a brand new game that they haven't unveiled and haven't announced. It's unclear whether it's another Xenoblade game, whether it's um, a whole new IP or anything like that. Uh, but that's super exciting. Um, there had been leaks uh, sometime last year, I want to say, about like. Um, concept art and stuff like that uh, within monolith soft and stuff like that so it was kind of portraying a more like traditional fantasy type of layout um xenoblade while while it is kind of fantasy it it mixes like bio and tech type of type of stuff like that so everything looks super futuristic but old school and rustic at the same time it's like a weird steampunk type of thing like okay glow with different colors but the concept art and everything was uh, going back to a more like traditional type of RPG, like fantasy setting. I'd say similar more to like a Final Fantasy with mages and knights and type of that, that type of stuff. Okay, right on. So um, I'd be, while I do like, while I do love um, the Xeno series, um, I'd be open to a new IP, especially because like I said, um, unfortunately, like the majority of people out there have already played Xenoblade 1, both on the... Wii and on the 3DS to death, so this is their going to be their third time playing it, but it's my first time, so I don't mind. I'm going in it blind. I'm going to experience it for the first time and have a whole new Xenoblade experience, but that's not going to be the case for a lot of people out there. I know they want something new, um, but I'd be open to a new IP because I like that the, the traditional fantasy setting and everything like that. Right. Like, you know, all those classes, like in traditional, like Fire Emblem, Final Fantasy, that type of game. So um, what do you think about all this monolith soft stuff, man? Well, I am ready to play Xenoblade because I have actually never played Xenoblade. Any Xenoblade at all? No, I, I didn't have uh, I didn't have a Wii. Mm-hmm. So I didn't play the second one that's on there. That's the second one that's on there, right? No, that's the first one. That's the first one? Okay, yeah. so I didn't, it's, yeah, I didn't play that. So the and one, yeah. the second one was on, you said, the 3DS? Mm-hmm. 
Oh. No, no, no. So the first one was originally released on Wii. Uh-huh. And then re-released on the 3DS. On oh, the, on the okay. New 3DS. You know how they made a new yeah, 3DS? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the new 3DS, it came out for that. And then in 2017, the launch year of the Switch in December, Xenoblade 2 dropped on Switch. Um. Yeah, so I mean, if I've never played it, so I'll probably pick that one up and then move on to 2. Mm-hmm. To get some, I mean, they're not necessarily like they're completely your story kind of like going on, you know. It's kind of Final Fantasy, oh, okay, where uh, their individual story is not connected at all. What's mm-hmm. supposed to kind of connect them and like build a bridge between the two is that Future <clears throat> Connected, it's called Future Connected, that's what the epilogue is called, and um, it's supposed to like tie in the universes, but it's not necessarily uh, like uh, you need to know the story of the first one to, to know the second one or anything. Like oh, okay. Well, either way, I mean, it's the first one's coming out in what, like you said, a week. Yeah. So, so you might, yeah, yeah, you might as well since you, I mean, since you don't gotta wait. So. Yeah. So I'll probably just pick that up when it comes out. But yeah, um, be prepared because they're not necessarily traditional battle system. I've never played the first one, so I can't speak to what we're both gonna be in store for. But mm-hmm. I know they're usually unconventional. Like uh, the um, the Xenoblade Chronicles Two battle system, it's weird. It's kind of action RPG ish in the like you like you can still move around and like walk around your enemies, but you kind of like press a button to auto attack, and you guy you kind of like let them auto attack, and you build up little like um, every time you strike with your auto attack, uh-huh. little, little squares fill up that, that are your like big abilities, and each okay. find a different ability. And then uh, you time it at the right time with a swing. You do one of the big abilities once it fills up. And that boosts, like, a main, like, special bar thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, you just want to chain together your auto attacks and your and your big abilities to fill up the special bar. Then you can do, like, big team attacks with, uh, with, the, uh, with your guys. Because what it is is... Um, uh, you have your main character is what's called a driver, and your weapons are living people called blades so they're oh what yeah so every single weapon in xenoblade 2 it's not the same at all i think in xenoblade 1 but in xenoblade 2 you're like attached by a string of light to your weapon and your weapon is a sentient person usually a hot girl in the main character's character (laughs) super dope status but um yeah so you build up that special bar you do like big old team attacks um to do major damage and when you do and it gets more complex from there like um, you start doing combos and you start doing these things where you like put elemental orbs on people and you break them for massive damage. It, it gets super in depth, so it's definitely not traditional. But um, I mean, fun it's fine. Yeah, it's fine, dude. Fun. I I'm not like uh, I don't really care whether it's turn based or not or or whatever, you know. Good, I'll play. I'll, I'll play a game for what it is. It, you know, I'm not. It, I have no expectations really when I play a game. I that's, feel that's super dope, man. That that you you are you go in with the healthier mindset than ninety nine point nine percent of the game. <laughs> so you, you 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 got it, man. You're, you're set. So uh, yeah. So moving on from uh, from the Nintendo stuff and the Nintendo topics. Um, I believe you wanted to throw in something about Dragon Ball Fighters. You had said, "Yeah, man, they just released uh, Ultra Instinct Goku oh on there, man." God, man, is that like how, as a is DLC? That like the fifty-second Goku or the fifty-third? 
Uh, um, it's actually a hundred and five, dude. It's oh, actually okay. not. Yeah, it's actually not that. called Dragon Ball. It's not called Dragon Ball Fighters now anymore. It's just the Goku game. It's just the Goku. It's just Goku. <laughs> Goku the game. Yeah, it's just Goku. I mean, I, I like I like that they made it that way. That Sunday, you can choose Sunday Sunday. <laughs> Goku meets Goku versus Ultra Instinct Goku versus Super Saiyan Blue Goku. Get your tickets now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man. Uh, you got a chance. No, to but yeah, out. dude. Uh, oh, dude, he's so cool. Uh, he's got so many. He's got like dodge. Uh, like a. He's got basically the best dodge in the game, and he just—you you watch the the anime, right? Like all yes, the way through. Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. It's they try to recreate. It's a fast-paced fighter, so they try to recreate like his moves or whatever. Yeah. And my favorite thing that he does is he does his like uh, flippy thing, like he just like flips all willy-nilly. <laughs> it looks really funny, like, but it's really good, like in the game. And just I, I picked him up for a little bit. And he's just fun, dude. Being able to just walk through like normal projectiles is not giving a fuck because you're ultra instant Goku and shit's not gonna touch you. <laughs> so it just he basically auto negates projectiles. He walks through them. That's not, so ridiculously not ridiculous, all, bro. Not all projectiles, not all of them. Dude. Just uh, just like the regular key blast that that you can send, like just. All the regular ones, he can literally just walk through them. Mm -hmm. It just makes him look. It adds to like how cool he looks yeah, in the game. The ambiance of the character, but goddamn man, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's really cool. So anyone that plays Dragon Ball Fighters is, should definitely on, get that DLC. Yeah, I'm playing on PS4. Okay, but okay. I think it, it might have. I, I got him. I don't know if only PS4 or some of the consoles got him like early. From what the oh, release date was, staggered release or something. Yeah, I think so. Cause I picked when I downloaded him, it said unavailable on the PS Sense PS Store or whatever. But maybe that's because I had the Battle Pass or something. Yeah. So maybe that's the thing. Like people that had Battle Pass got him early. I'm not completely sure. Um, but he's really fun, dude. He's really fun. He's the second uh, DLC character that they've released in this uh, in this Battle Pass. So I think there's there should there's two more I think. So there's have, have they announced them or are they kind of announce them as they go? No, they kind of announce them as they go. Oh, that's um, cool. kind of like Smash though. Yeah, pretty much. Which is cool, and uh, so yeah, they released Kefla, and now they have Ultra Instinct Goku. So who knows what they're gonna go with next? I haven't read any rumors or anything yet, so I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna look into that because. They did a really good job with this character. You know, I've never actually played Dragon Ball Fighters. I've seen it, and it's been on sale a bunch of times and everything. But you know, like, like fighting as far as fighting games go, like, I usually suck really bad at them. And you, usually, hey, usually, I just, I'm just a punching bag for you in fighting games. So. <laughs> and then did you I, ever? I, I get it on Switch. So, so did you ever play? I mean, I, I could download it on Switch too. It's not a big deal. Um, but uh. Did you play Marvel vs. Capcom 2? Marvel vs. Capcom and Mar Marvel vs. Capcom, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and Capcom vs. SNK are the only three fighting games I've put a significant amount of time and I can actually like 
do stuff in. So yes, you'll, then you'll like fighters. It's the same. It's the same style with the assists and calling your your friends in. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is uh, it? Uh huh. Yeah, dude. Dude, have you? Uh, while we're on fighting games, I haven't tried it, but uh, but it took the world by storm a bit last last year. Did you uh, hear or play the Power Rangers Battle for the Grid? No, I didn't. I've seen gameplay of it, and I've seen people play it, and it looks fun. It's like yeah, it's a Power a Rangers game. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it's supposedly super freaking cool, and I kind of want to try it out. Maybe we should, uh, maybe we should both cop it on Switch and like uh, try it out, play a couple matches, and maybe we can talk about it at some point on the podcast. But yeah, dude, I'm I'm ready to beat you down with a Megazord. Because you know, Power Rangers. <laughs> you know, you know, Hell yeah! Games, Hell yeah, dude! Yeah. But cool man cool man so while we're on while we're on ps4 and everything i think it's time we start moving into the last big topic here i'm about to sit down and go to go to ps4 school like like i do every week <laughs> you're here, here to pe- preach the gospel of the last of us a, a, a game i've never played but i am super interested in because like uh, i think i discussed last episode i've been on a really big stealth kick when it comes to games as of late uh-huh. Stealth, and I know that that one entails with a lot of sneaking around and stuff like that. So right. Go ahead, well, so tell me about the Last of Us, and then we can get into like the Last of Us Two. What you think on that and the gameplay? Well, you'd be surprised to find out that I've actually never completed the Last of Us. Oh, you never, but but you've played it, but never completed it, or just never played it at all. No, what happened? Uh, my little brother had uh, the Last of Us on his PS2. Mm-hmm. I didn't have it, but he PS3. had it. PS3. Oh, PS3. Sorry. So uh, he, no, um, I would go into his bedroom and he'd play on his PS3 because I didn't have a PS3. And uh, yeah, at that time I'd play a couple levels, but you know, it was always in his room. So it felt kind of weird about just being in his room playing a video game. Um, Because that's, that's a game you kind of have to sit down for. Um, But I got, I, I I have the remastered version uh, for PS4 yeah so i've been playing that recently because of the last of us 2 coming out so i want to finish it before Mm -hmm. the last of us 2 comes out so i just uh actually before we uh got into this call um i was actually playing that (laughs) oh okay yes it's really how how far it's really hard how many hours would you say you're you're in so far oh not probably only like about 30 45 minutes into it oh okay so you kind of just restarted it you just kind of picked it back up yeah yeah it, i think i restarted it last week so i'm i'm at a point where you're finally you're it's you have your first few encounters with uh they're called clickers mm-hmm. like the zombies of the game yeah well there's different types of zombies in the game um i don't know how many more they are because like i said i haven't finished the game yeah. Um, but so far, there's just like the regular infected, and then there's uh, these things called the clickers, and basically they can't see you because their face has been totally consumed by by the spores by the infected. Mm-hmm. So like, it's uh, Resident Evil Four tentacle head things. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, pretty similar actually, and but they have like these jaws. And they just click them. I've actually seen them. I, I I've seen I think probably like some of the more like uh, later game ones because um, there's actually this uh this streamer in the gaming community named Kid Smooth. Shout out to Kid Smooth. Um, 
he is notorious for like um uh he's on a, a podcast called weapon wheel podcast and um he gets he gets a lot of shit he's an xbox guy and he gets a lot of shit for being bad at games supposedly and stuff like that so they'll like <laughs> let him challenges like they'll pay it they're like give him 30 days and a bunch of money to co- to complete like a like bloodborne or a super hard game or something mm-hmm. um that's actually how i saw most of sekiro i just watched him rage quit for like hours at it and it was hilarious and it's always a good time like he gets angry and like it's always drama but like for us just watching it's pretty entertaining um, and they actually, um, right now he's, he's in like, almost at the end of it. They're $800 challenge to play last of us. The first one on the hardest difficulty, I think it's called grounded or something like that. Oh God. So I, I, I put it on in the background sometimes and I just watch him like rage at it, but I don't, I don't really watch it cause I don't want to spoil it in case I ever play it myself, but yeah. I look up and I've seen the enemies and stuff sometimes and it looks pretty brutal, but yeah, they're very terrifying. Yeah. And it just, just having... I just got through this level where you have to uh, crawl, basically just like quietly crawl through a building full of those things. Mm-hmm. And it was very nerve wracking. <laughs> like, and so are you more encouraged to completely sneak and avoid it completely or, or, or could you power through if if, if you if you think you could power through? Uh, the thing is, uh, clickers you can only you can't you can't punch them, so you have to beat them with a weapon. And yeah, so, so like not even like melee weapons. Uh, yeah, you can use a melee weapon, um, but the thing is, melee weapons don't have durability, uh, so you can't you can't just pick it up and and whack people with yeah, it infinitely like, they break you don't find like a crowbar in the beginning that's like the crowbar you use the whole game or something like that like no the- no it's nothing like that you just pick you pick things up as you go it's a survival game so as you're as you're going through the game you're picking stuff up you're picking upgrade parts you're picking like bandages and stuff to uh make a survival to what extent like do you have to is it like full-on metal gear 3 where you have to like feed yourself to, to like not be hungry and thirsty and stuff like that or no no not that not that crazy it's more like if you don't find like you have to craft your own med kits okay and yeah that kind of thing you have to find ingredients for in order to craft stuff and if you want if you want to like insta kill an enemy you have to use like um there's certain enemies you can only kill them with like a shiv you got you got to make shivs or it's just that a kind of thing. Sink? Huh? Yeah, no, a, a shiv. Yes, yeah, exactly what it wild. sounds like. That's pretty dope. Yeah, so it's pretty fun, dude. Like, uh, like I said, I haven't gotten too far of it, too far in it, but I'm excited to to finish the game. So, nice, man. I mean, well, you got got a little, little less than a month. I think it drops June 19th is when part two comes out. So, yeah. Um, I'm, have you seen the gameplay for it, right? Yeah, the one that dropped the, the the deeper look into the gameplay that dropped earlier this week. Yeah, dude, it just by playing like the first few levels in The Last of Us, uh, the first one, mm-hmm. you can you can tell like, holy shit, the ability to prone just yeah. changes just changes the game, dude. Oh, you can't do that in the first one. No, you can only. Uh, you can only like kneel down, and, like kind of like sneak crawl. Yeah, like, crouch, crouch walk, crab walk. Crouch walk, yeah, exactly. You can only do that. You can't actually 
crawl under stuff. Mm. So it just opens up like a hundred new alleyways for you to get through, you know? Yeah, the, the, uh, what really impressed me, I don't know if it was like, I mean, it had to have been gameplay if they're focusing on the gameplay, but like the dodging and everything looks super dynamic and everything. Like the animations look super fluid and, and cool. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I've been super into dodgy games lately too and everything. So, really yeah, well, this takes some dudes out and like suck them in the face. Yeah, you can't really dodge in in the first one, I don't think. Mm. Or you, or you might be able to. I'm not. I like I said, I just started the game. Yeah, so. Um. So homegirl definitely picked up some skills along the way. Yeah, yeah. She is definitely a bit kind of annoying. I don't know what it is about those little like part like partner kind of thing. Like, okay. Yeah, I, I think I, it's just I, the I little girl. <laughs> yeah, I but I think it's with God of War. Yeah. Well, God of War is a little different. And, and The Last of Us too, granted, is a, is different than and you don't have to really protect her and stuff like that i don't yeah, I, okay you don't okay so no. I, keep, I keep going back to resident evil 4 because it's like my main basis for survival horror it's like yeah no it's it's not horror. it's not like that it's not like ashley <laughs> no no god no um but uh what was i getting at with this um i mean i guess resident evil 4 is gonna be shifted more to action but so i technically it's resident evil survival horror whatever like I mentioned, I mentioned The Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a CC, Cecil, the Siri. Siri, there you go. Yeah. Like just kid characters in video games, I think they do it on purpose. They just annoy me to no end. <laughs> oh, don't worry about that in Witcher. That, that's just literally like in the early cutscenes and everything. Uh, Siri is in the rest of the game, but she's a full ass adult, so no worries. Right. well (laughs) okay cool so um yeah in the last of us like in the beginning she's kind of annoying uh i know there's i know a little kid she's like a a teenager oh i thought she was just like a young lady like a young woman no she's like a kid oh shit little teenager i did not know that kind of adds to like the whole like survival thing because you're putting this kid into like these situations where she's like has to like stab people or later type of stuff right For yeah example. run from zombies and get shot at it's pretty intense yeah, i mean well yeah <laughs> but so far so far she's a little bit annoying but i think she has the right to be <laughs> i'm sure she toughens up after after she sees some some shit you know yeah of course so i'm excited for the last of us too it, the gameplay looks so fluid being able to dodge and being being able to like uh just be completely prone and being able to shoot your weapon while you're prone i don't know if you saw that going on yeah yeah i did actually yeah yeah and i i don't know if there's a bow in this in the first one but it looked like at one point she was like shooting a bow or something uh i mean I think I've seen a bow in in the live stream, so I think you probably eventually are gonna get a bow. So. Oh, okay, yeah. So I I don't like I said. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll see. I'll keep I'll keep everyone updated on how that goes. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Sounds good, man. See, um, yeah, I'm. I'd be super interested in checking it out. Um, obviously, Sony guys are like that's one of like the main pillars that they always hold over everyone's heads is like we have Last of Us. So, hear the stories like super emotional and super good and everything like that. So. I'm always I'm always up for a good story, so 
I'm definitely going to give it a try. And the second one looks into, like I said, the, the, I'm super into what, what I've seen gameplay wise. Like people get on them saying that it's like more of an interactive movie than it is a game and stuff like that with that studio, Naughty Dog. But I mean, as someone who plays all types of games, as long as it's fun and it's engaging, like who cares, man, just play the game. <laughs> you know? Yes. Like, yeah. I get also, you. They were also giving them crap because, um, they're also giving the studio crap because um, Twitter rolled out a new function recently where you can uh, post something. Certain accounts can post something and disable um, replies in, in, entirely and likes. Oh, yeah. So uh, all that stuff they've been dropping this week for Last of Us has, has had it all disabled. And people are, like, criticizing them, saying, oh, you can't handle criticism, blah, 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 blah. But, like, which is kind of true in a sense, but also... At this point, the game's completely spoiled out there. The ending's out there. People are absolute assholes and voracious idiots on the internet. Every single post they made for the past couple of weeks was full of people spoiling the game and everything. So you know what? It sucks, but that's what you get. Like right, I agree. Themselves, that's what you get. And yeah, that's what yeah. it is. But I mean, yeah, the game looks super good, despite all the drama behind the scenes with the studio or whatever it is. I'm. The end product looks like looks like it's going to be amazing. It's coming in a little less than a month, so I'm sure everyone's gonna gonna go nuts on the internet with that one for. Yeah, I'm so glad I've avoided all spoilers for any of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then my uh, my brother's been kind enough to not even like he's never spoiled the the ending to the first one for me either. Yeah. One thing I do remember back from the Destiny days because we used to because your brother was one of our main crew back then. I right. remember him like being super, super into Last of Us. All oh, he was always like, "Oh, Last of Us, Last of Us, this, Last of Us." This. Yeah, still to to this day, he like it's like one game. of his favorite games. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, should be should be cool, and that, that's pretty much gonna close it off for for this episode. But uh, before we before we end the podcast, I did want to ask you something. I mean, it, it, I don't think you've played it, so it probably won't take too long, but. I know you, you. You're a huge Metal Gear guy. That's one of your favorite franchises, franchises of all time. I've always hell yeah. It. So I know you're Otacon. Kojima man. Did you play Death Stranding? Did you get Death Stranding ever? No, <laughs> I played uh, the last the the Kojima game. The last Kojima game that I played was uh, the PT. <laughs> oh, dude, also, I mean, and rip, it scared the shit out of me. Rip Silent Hills. Um, but yeah, no, I I didn't play Death Stranding. Uh, I just, I don't know. I I just kind of, I guess I'm but hurt that he's not working on Metal Gear anymore. I mean, so, I mean, Konami treated him like absolute garbage for so right. long, you know, man. It was right, and I, I know, I know, it's it not his fault. Ugly split and everything. Like that's the whole thing with PT too. I mean, it was such an ugly split. Silent Hills went in the garbage. You know what I mean? So exactly, yeah. I mean, I was uh, I I get it. You know, I get this about the split. I get, I, I get it, dude. But at the same time, like Metal Gear Five was so good. Yeah, I mean the ending you could tell he he was being pressured and rushed and he ran out of time but uh, but wow yeah, Metal Gear 5 I, I I still really enjoy Metal Gear 5. I still like play it to this day. 
I still get on there and just replay yeah, Metal, levels. Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, though, still Snake Eater. top five games of all time. Always will straight be. Straight up. Oh, I love that game, man. I, straight I'd kill, up. I'd kill for a Metal Gear collection on the Switch, man. On, on anything, really. I would purchase it, like, hands down. There was a Metal Gear collection on Xbox 360. Yeah, um... Uh, it's actually on. It was. I don't know if it still is, but it was on Game Pass. So you can. I can definitely play through them through there. But something about having like fully portable Metal Gear just rumbles. Right. Movies, man. Right. Right. Yeah. And then there was all those like spinoffs with uh, with Raiden. Did you um, Did you play those? No, I didn't play any of those. I didn't, like, I didn't play like I didn't play Metal Gear Rising or Metal Gear Revenge yeah. or whatever it was called. Yeah, they're kind of whack, actually. Yeah, a lot of them were. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. I will pass. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, Metal so, Gear. You're right. Metal Gear Three, totally like yeah. top ten video games for me too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, Death Stranding was super divisive within the community. I watched a good chunk of it. I never finished it though, because like I don't think I'm ever gonna play it, just because. Does not seem like my type of game. Walking around delivering packages or whatever you do. I don't even know what the. With very I've seen people. nothing about it, and oh, dude, dude, you don't, you know nothing about it. No. You don't know about like that you uh, that you walk around as like basically a glorified Amazon man in a post. Basically, you're an Amazon delivery person on foot, delivering things to people during the apocalypse with a baby strapped to your chest, like a psychic baby strapped to your chest that can detect these shadow creatures that that may or may not be trying to kill you at all times. And you fight them with grenades made out of your own poo and pee. Why? Because Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> with no one to hold him back. And a blank fucking check. Wow. Okay. So okay. Definitely some super weird, weird stuff. Um, Maybe I will play Death Stranding. <laughs> dude, I will, dude, I will, I will sponsor a Death Stranding video of yours. If I will buy you Death Stranding, and so and we can talk about it on the podcast, or you can make a video on it, and I'll put it out on the channel. But I, as a Kojima fanboy, I need, I need you to experience him at his. Uncha- in his final unchained form and see how you still feel about him after that. I, I need to know. Well, hey, man, he's always added some weird shit into Metal Gear, so Dude, I'm, I'm not surprised. surprised. Uh, 100%. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, and then just as a little side tangent here, speaking of PT and Kojima and everything, um, there had been rumors going around uh, for a while that um, him and Konami were back together working on Silent Hill which is absolutely probably not true, but it has been kind of confirmed and uh, put out there by a source that um, Sony actually partnered with Konami secretly and they're working on a PS5 exclusive reboot of the Silent Hill franchise for next gen. Oh, that Uh, sounds cool. With the original composer doing all all the sick, creepy Silent Hill music and everything, so... You know, with the talent Sony first party studios have and everything, I think they could freaking make it awesome. And it's been a long time since we had a good Silent Hill game. So 
that sounds and like on the ps5 man mm-hmm, dude that's gonna be absolutely terrifying oh yes so i Did don't know it... if i'm gonna be down but I'll, maybe i'll maybe i'll watch someone else play it i'm a bitch <laughs> <laughs> no dude i couldn't get i couldn't get through pt even like it was so terrifying yeah, dude. That- and there was just so many little details, like going into a little bathroom, and all of a sudden, there's like blood everywhere. You're just like, ah, what's going on? You no, know, um, my PS4 that I sold to my girlfriend's brother that is still over there. At- no, do you still have it? It's still installed on there. It's one of oh the my god, dude. So that PS4 is valuable because it still has PT on there. Wow, you. That is that is the rarest of the rare, man. That's really cool. Yeah, because remember, um, all. The- all the guys we played Destiny with in the party chat made me download it one day and laughed at me. I was like, yeah, it was scary. hilarious. It yeah. was so funny listening to you <laughs> go through that game. <laughs> but man, so I, I'm I, I'd be super down for a Silent Hill, man. So let's see, let's see. Oh yeah. Up. But yeah, that's pretty much gonna do it for episode two of uh, Pod Boys Advance. Thank you so much to everyone who listened to our first episode. We got a lot more support than we were expecting we hit over 50 views on youtube like i said in a tweet earlier i wasn't even expecting to hit um double digits on there actually gained a couple subscribers the channel's up to a whopping five now watch out hey what up five subscribers coming for you we're coming for that hundred thousand silver plaque you know what i'm saying (laughs) on our way (laughs) but yeah so um thank you to everyone on twitter who's followed us and uh, and reposted and liked and everything like that. Um, we've gotten on a couple like follow trends with a bunch of other podcasts that were kind of getting swept up in the tizzy of podcasts on Twitter. So we're going to keep riding that wave, hopefully keep uh, making the sphere bigger, bring some more people in. Um, we are available on Anchor. Anchor notified me today that they put us up on everything today. So we were already on oh. Spotify as well as Anchor. Um, as of today, we're also on, let me pull up the little list here that they sent me just to confirm for you guys. Cause it, it was, it, it was it like kind of like an overwhelming amount. So right. Well, like, like uh, you said, on, like you said, man, thank you for everyone that's, you know, actually listened to, to this. I wasn't expecting to hit double digits either. And, you know, thank you for supporting. It means the world to us. You know, we're just two dudes who play video games just want to want to chit chat so thank you so much yeah honestly um it it makes our week to you know um to get together and talk uh, and talk games every week um you know especially right now we can't really hang out in person and apart from this uh it's been a while since uh we had a chance to reconnect and really talk for extended periods of time so from one best friend to another it it feels good at least uh having this chat every week so yeah I'm glad that everyone's in you know Uh, getting in on this and enjoying our conversation and everything but yeah we're available uh, through anchor put us on pocket casts we're on breaker we're on spotify we're on google podcasts we're on radio public as well as apple podcasts so right on hell yeah check out the podcast as well as the youtube channel um knife life media um it's uh i don't have a custom url yet um we have to hit 30 subscribers before i get a custom url so please make sure you subscribe but if you type in pod boys advance in the search bar um it it does come up right away 
go ahead and uh, hit the like button, hit subscribe, leave comments. So I'll, I'll be glad to get back to anybody who leaves comments. Same thing on Twitter. Reach out to me on Twitter, um, either on my personal Oscar Lazy Soul with a zero instead of uh, an O in Soul, or uh, our new actual Pod Boys Advance Twitter. It's open to the public. It's just Pod Boys Advance. You know, check us out. Follow us on there. Um, Eric, go ahead and um, plug the Discord and all that and all the other stuff you, you got going on. Yeah, just follow us on Discord. And uh, I think that's the only one I said. <laughs> you, you did a very good job setting everything up. So, uh, But yeah, like you said, just hit, uh, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on, uh, on YouTube. Anywhere, you're, you, you, anywhere you can, really, would mean the world to us. Subscribe and like. Yeah. You know, look forward to the podcast uh, uh, to keep getting better, guys. Um, this is, like I said, um, our second episode. Um, it's probably going to be a little better sound quality this time around. We got a little bit of uh, uh, better equipment on my end going. It had been stuck somewhere else, but we got it back. Um, and then as well as uh, the channel, we're actually going to be expanding to do a bit more um, more single videos throughout the week. Like I had a conversation with Eric. So we're going to try and uh, be putting out some content whenever something drops that, uh, you know, we can't wait to sink our teeth into, to wait till the podcast to discuss. Uh, we'll be putting out some uh, some edited videos and stuff like that for you guys to check out as well. So, um, yeah, make sure you, like I said, the YouTube is going to be kind of the main place um, for the most activity, at least in the beginning, until we get some traction on these other podcast websites. But um, keep it locked there, guys. And uh, thank you so much for uh, for joining us again. My name is Oscar. And I'm Eric. And we're the Pod Boys Advance. Thanks very much hey. for hanging out. Peace.